What is the very first thing that you unsubscribed from? Starting out strong, people. Hi, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of a brand new podcast. This is the new podcast, Unsubscribe from the Bullshit. My name is Caitlin B. Hyde. I am life alchemist over at hide and seek life um what the hell is a lake alchemist life alchemist well <laughs> i'm a certified hypnotist and an accredited coach and for the past little while i've been helping my clients uncover their true calling using the power of their subconscious mind which i understand sounds a little bit woo woo but it's kind of what brought me here today um, because somewhere along the way of learning how to do this, somewhere between becoming a coach, becoming a hypnotist, something pretty important occurred to me. Most of us don't have a fucking clue what we're doing. <laughs> Myself included. <laughs> oh my gosh. Becoming a coach, um, I subscribed to a lot of the quote-unquote experts in the field who insisted that they all had the answers Um you know, what it took to be successful. Um, and I think I think that there are a lot of their careers kind of dependent on having those answers. But like, I basically went through this phase where I just consumed one magic pill after the next, after the next. And with each bite-sized piece of information, I realized that I was stuck in this cycle of bullshit. <laughs> consuming and churning and churning and consuming. And I decided that I just kind of wanted to unsubscribe to it. And it kind of took me on a bit of a journey on like, you know, what was the first thing that I unsubscribed to in my life? So this episode, this very first episode of this brand spanking new podcast, yes, my friends, another fucking podcast will be dedicated to the very, very, very first thing that I have ever unsubscribed to in my life. And there have been many. That question was a difficult question to answer, but it's a question that I'm going to pose to you as you listen to this, like, what was the first thing that you unsubscribed to in your life, right? And I just, I want you to kind of sit with that because when I, it occurred to me that we subscribe to so much information, so much misinformation, so much experts. We listen to all the podcasts. Yes, this podcast included. We read all the books, you know, we attend all the workshops and we, we get all the certificates and we do all of the things that people tell us to do in order for us to kind of just heal ourselves and just to make us feel just a bit better. And then what ends up happening is we kind of lose the ability to trust ourselves, right? And that was a lesson that was quite jarring to me whenever I was transitioning from <laughs> working a very quote-unquote stable job with stable benefits and a, you know, a pension, all of those fun things that I unsubscribed to <laughs> very recently in order to commit to a business, right? And obviously that's something that I will get into uh, later as the podcast continues. But I want to take it slow, right? I want to just strip it back a little bit. Some of you are probably listening to this having already known who I am, right? Maybe you're a client, maybe you're a student, maybe you're a fan, someone who watches my stuff from afar, doesn't say much, but someone who listens and watches, I see you, I know who you are, right? So let me just take it back. Let me just strip it back a little bit. In my line of work, I initially started off with the intention of helping people who, like myself, 
had significant struggles with mental health. Okay, so that was my intention going into it. And the further I got into the field of coaching, and then the further I got into the field of hypnosis, what I realized was that people are afraid to wake up. Okay, and I don't know what wake up means to you. Maybe this has caused you to just like shut this podcast down. Oh no, another woke millennial launching a podcast. (laughs) What is the world coming to? I'm sick of it. But if I've managed to capture your attention thus far, thank you. But what has made me realize in this line of work is that people are afraid to wake up, right? And it's because somewhere along the way, somewhere between listening to everyone else's advice and reading all of the things and absorbing all of the things, we kind of lost the ability to trust our own instincts, right? We lost the ability to tap into ourselves and, and like intuitively listen to that voice that we have inside of us. And I've done it so many times, right? And whenever I talk about this, I think about the expression, sometimes what we want isn't what we need. And I used to hate whenever people told me that. But like, what do you mean? That sucks. That's garbage. Trash. Unsubscribe. No. But what I realized was that they were very true in saying that, right? Because often <laughs> what we think we want isn't what we need because it really isn't. What I thought that I wanted was to work um, in the field of mental health. And it's not to say that I don't want to. What I'm trying to say is that I realized I had a much bigger dream. And I had a much bigger dream and it kind of led me maybe even here today recording this podcast for whoever is listening. And that dream is to tell you that it's safe for you to listen to your intuition. It is safe for you to wake up. It's safe for you to walk away from things that don't serve you, right? It's safe for you to ask yourself what you need, how you need it, right? It's it's safe for you to decide how you want to show up for yourself. It's very safe. So that's kind of what brought me here today. And I know that it doesn't feel safe. That's very uncharted territories. It's uncomfortable to think about, right? But when you think about the amount of things that as a society we subscribe to on a daily basis, the things that we don't really need, things that don't serve us anymore, things that we've carried with us from youth, things that we've carried with us for a very long time that belong to other people, and we just kind of carry it, right? And I kind of reached a point in my life where I was like, I just started unsubscribing to a lot of that bullshit, right? Diet culture. The fitness industry. Oh my god, I could I could have like an entire series on those things. Right? I unsubscribed to gender identity, like or sorry, you know, how society believes I should identify. <laughs> right. Sexual orientation, all of those things that we're kind of churned into based on how we pass in the eyes of everyone else other than ourselves. It just I could go on about this for <laughs> forever. But uh, my question is, what was the first thing that you ever unsubscribed from? I almost said two. (laughs) I actually almost called this podcast unsubscribe to the bullshit. But then I was like, "Ah, it doesn't make much sense. So unsubscribe from the bullshit is. Anyway, 
This podcast aims to delve into that bullshit and many other forms of bullshit that we have encountered in our lives. As I go on creating these episodes, I am going to be either just doing an episode just with little old me and all of my different personalities or (laughs) having guest speakers on. And I'm very excited. I have a couple of really interesting guest speakers lined up. People that will be talking about stuff like the diet industry, diet culture, um, and all of the wonderful things that, you know, we want to just unsubscribe to and we want to talk about. We want to talk about it openly, right? Like that's essentially what I want to offer here. Just a safe space to come to. Just let it out, you know, just let it out without the fear of judgment. I'm definitely not going to judge you for, you know, whatever it is that you're choosing to unsubscribe to. I want to use my own experience to paint a picture of why I'm hoping that we will all eventually aim for this sort of DIY life, right? Kind of subscribing to a life based on your own terms and conditions. Because a lot of us subscribe to stuff based on the terms and conditions of what other people want for us. You know, our parents, our school, education, um, what job we think we should have, all of that fun stuff. And then, you know, getting in jobs and kind of forcing ourselves maybe into a box, uh, going you know, going down paths that we didn't even really create for ourselves. It's kind of, my intention here is to almost inspire, empower, and motivate people to kind of just subscribe to themselves, you know? Subscribe to yourself. What might it take for you to subscribe to yourself, right? And I know for me, it took a lot. It took a lot of, uh, took a lot of balls. (laughs) I never used to subscribe to myself. I carried myself like I understood what it was like to subscribe to myself. But, you know, I I really wasn't I, I really wasn't there yet. I wasn't. I subscribed to a lot of stuff, you know. When I say subscribe in this instance, um, yeah, I labeled myself a lot of things, right? Um growing up, I labeled myself as a very anxious person. And that's not to take away from the fact that I did quite significantly struggle with anxiety and mental health issues growing up, especially in my teens. Oh God, especially in my teens. Um, But I used to label myself those things, you know? I never seen myself outside of those things. Those were always labels that I kind of grabbed a hold of and I never let go, right? I held on for dear life, listeners, to those labels. (laughs) I really did. And I know that a lot of you do. I have a lot of clients that come my way and they tell me like, Galen, oh my God, I've tried everything. I'm sick of this, right? I have a lot of clients that come to me and, you know, they have, you know, experience of like some really complex mental health issues and somewhere along the way, they just lost the ability to trust themselves, right? You know, they lost the ability to trust themselves um, to be excited and not nervous, to be happy and not sad to be content, right, and not restless, and it takes a lot of trust, it really does, Um, and that was one thing that I had to learn to do for myself, was trust myself, right, really trust what was coming up for me, actually sit down with the bullshit that was coming up for me, and ask myself why, (laughs) why, oh why is this coming up, how can I, how can I get past it, how can I unsubscribe to it? <sighs> a long road. It was a long road to get here. Let me tell you that. A long road. Um, but when I think about the first thing 
that I unsubscribe to. What actually comes to my mind is uh, mainstream education. <laughs> Growing up, I struggled in school. I really, really struggled in school. Um, I, you know, I was never, I was never the worst student, but I wasn't necessarily the best student, right? Whenever I had parents' nights, teachers would tell my parents, oh, you know, Caitlin's got so much potential. <laughs> if only she would just pay attention, <laughs> which I feel like is code for, you know, um, as neurodivergence. <laughs> Um, in whichever, you know, category you're, you see yourself in. And it's, <laughs> it's interesting because it come up a lot, right? So I was al always kind of like churned into like a very mainstream, um, I guess, education in a sense, you know. Um, my brother was very good at maths. He was very good at science-based stuff. And I, I wasn't, I really was not. Um, I was better at music and art good with my words but I was never really good with numbers like I could I could sit here and talk to you about the theory of relativity for hours and hours but the minute that you mention numbers I'm out like I'm, I'm done so I guess you could say the first thing I unsubscribed from was was math <laughs> um but yeah mainstream education I really struggled like I really did struggle a lot um and every time I sort of expressed my struggles it was kind of like well you know your brother was really smart and I'm like yep so I'm told, you know, good chat. And I feel like whenever I open up about this, I get a lot of people that look at me and they're like, oh my God, it's like, finally, I'm not alone. Um, you know, I, I work with a lot of kids, right? And in, in my line of work, I coach and I consult with kids and families. Um, and it's a lot of the same, you know, we're really struggling at school. You know, your kid has a lot of potential if they would just, you know, pay attention, sit still, be quiet, um, participate. <laughs> All of the things that is kind of expected of you, please do those things. Um, and please don't have any questions. Like, don't ask us any questions about how to do the thing because everyone just should already know how to do the thing. And, and if you don't know how to do the thing, then then um, there's something massively wrong with you, you know. Oh, gosh, I could go on about this forever, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I remember, oh, gosh, I just remember always being, like, um, a massive disappointment to my teachers at school because they would be based like basing you know from what they picked up from my brother and, <laughs> and how can she not be good at math though and, and other such things um yeah so I, the first thing I unsubscribed to was honestly mainstream education and I unsubscribed to it before I even unsubscribed to it to be honest like before I even knew what I was doing because I remember um I remember I was 17 God, 17 or 18 or something. Um, and my my mum said to me, she goes, so what do you want to do when you're older? And I said to her, I want to be a life coach. Now, I'm 17 years old. Like, what do I know about life, right? But, you know, here we are 10 years later. <laughs> I am a life coach now. But let me tell you, it took me a long time and it was like a long winding road for me to actually get to that point. Uh, but for some reason, my 17-year-old self seemed to know that more than I did. Um so that was interesting. But I remember she said to me, like, you know, what did you want to study at university? And I was like, I actually don't. Like, I, I'd like to take maybe a year off. Now, I'm 17, so I think I was maybe a year away from actually having to apply and make that decision. 
And my mom was amazing. She was like, yeah, 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 whatever feels right. And I was very lucky. My parents were incredibly supportive, always have been. Shout out mum and dad, Alex and Barbara Ann. Love you guys. <laughs> they were always incredibly supportive of my decisions. And my mum was like, yeah, sounds good. I think you'd be really good at that. And I was like, yeah, I think I would be too. So that was my, uh, that was my plan. And then, you know, somewhere along the way, I kind of lost the ability to, going back to what I said before, trust myself. I totally lost that trust in myself. Not only did I have um, and and knowing within myself that that was what I wanted to do and and like also recognition and uh, support from my parents but then you go back into a mainstream school setting and you share that with like you know a teacher or uh, peers who want to go off and be doctors and lawyers which good for them but that's not the path I chose Um, I was met with a lot of like resistance and it was never resistance for me. And this is the thing that kills me whenever I talk about this kind of things. Kind of things. That was really bad grammar, guys. I'm super sorry. <laughs> when I talk about these kinds of things, there we go. Ding, ding, ding. With my, uh, um, with my clients. Oh my God, I totally blanked. <laughs> with my clients, they are always like experiencing very similar things, right? Like somewhere along the way, they were rid of their ability to actually trust themselves. And that makes me sad. That makes me so sad. And if you were listening to this and it's bringing back that last time or any time that you were kind of, not forced, but just like encouraged not to trust yourself. I just want you to know that you're not alone. Like I just, I really want you to know that. You are not alone. I've been there. My clients have been there. My my immediate circle that I have now has all been there. And the reason I say my immediate circle I have now is because one of the things I unsubscribed from was unsupportive people. But that would be an episode I'll talk about at a later time. But yeah, like I get it. It sucks. Like you have this like knowing in yourself and you have support. But then there's like one set of systems that kind of encourage you to go the other other way and I remember coming back to school after that conversation with my mum and sharing that revelation with people now I'm pausing here because honestly I unsubscribed to mainstream education such a long time ago like I can't like such a long time ago again before I even was aware of what I'd done but because of that, I actually blacked out a lot of my school experience. I really did. Because I just, I like, I didn't fit in. I really did not fit into a mainstream school experience. But as I shared that, people were like, oh, what are you thinking? A gap year? No. You must go to university immediately. Immediately. And I'm like, God, okay. So I'm sitting here going, okay, what do I enjoy? What am I good at? okay, I enjoy art and music, right? So I thought like, let's make it an easy decision for myself and let's dedicate to something that I enjoy. So then I got into art and advanced higher art and I done well and I applied for Glasgow School of Art and then someone set fire to it. (laughs) If you don't believe me, look it up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Before I applied, before I originally wanted to apply to it after school, I actually just went to college for like a year and a bit to 
to gain some more credits. Um, and in that time when I decided like, yeah, like let's go to art school, let's do it. And then 2013, someone set fire to it. So that was fun. So I feel like that was a, a sign, you know, maybe not to do that. So I'm sitting there going, okay, well, you know, I listened to everyone and I compromised and I went to college for like a little bit to, to you know, catch up on other such uh, credentials, I guess. And then I decided what I wanted to do and now I can't. <laughs> which, which, you know, looking back now, I'm kind of like, well, I probably should have went with my gut instinct at 17 when I said I wanted to be a life coach, which again, if you've just come on, 10 years later, here I am. Ta-da! Um, so yeah, that was, you know, jarring. But obviously I didn't realise that at the time, so that was fun. <sighs> so yeah, anyway, what happened was I eventually went to university, long story short, to study psychology. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it, because I did. I learned some really amazing things. I met some amazing people along the way. But when I also say that I didn't belong there, um, I'm not exaggerating. I just, I didn't belong there. I really didn't. I never felt... Um, like I fit it was like um, you know the analogy that I kind of give it a lot of people will give the analogy of kind of being forced into a box right that you didn't kind of create for yourself but in this instance I feel like what actually happened was I was given a box you know um, at age 17 and I was I was told um, I was given a box and it was filled with things that other people wanted in it and I just kind of carried this like cumbersome awkward like um, you know, like the weight of the box was just like mess, you know, <laughs> misplaced in the box all over the place. I'm like stumbling along with it, you know, trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with this box. And it just kept getting filled with things, other people's stuff, belief systems, which we'll get to later, values, which we'll get to later, people's like opinions of me, <sighs> all kinds of stuff, right? <laughs> Nowhere in this box nowhere in this box did it take into consideration like me and how I wanted to show up for myself and like who I was and the actual skills I had it was all based on how other people see me it was just like a box that I was given to and I was just like told to kind of carry it around with me and it was uncomfortable and I didn't know what to do with it and every time I put it down and tried to pick it up it was like I had to like retape the box I took such good care of this box duct taped it back together because the cardboard wouldn't hold because it was all heavy and awkward it just overflowed with other people's stuff. <laughs> I wonder how many of you resonate with this. It just overflowed. And over time, it's like I couldn't keep carrying it around with me. I had to put it in, in the back of a closet, right? And doing that was so freeing because suddenly I was like, I wasn't burdened by this box. It didn't really belong to me. It was like, my God, I actually have room to like think about what I want. But that didn't happen until many years later, like even after I'd graduated university, barely, by the way, barely graduated university, like scraped by. Oh my gosh, I so struggled with school and mainstream education. And again, like I kind of just like forced myself to go through it, but I had unsubscribed from that bullshit such a long time ago. I really had. I really had. Oh my gosh. And then, <laughs> and then when I was, um, Gosh, how old was I? Yeah, 22, 23? I don't know. It's 2016 anyway. I moved to Canada to be with my now husband. 
Oh, I know. I know, right? It's so cute. Oh my gosh, I know. So I moved here and, you know, I, I had this opportunity to kind of start anew. And it was miserable <laughs> because I just kept forcing myself to carry around this box, which I eventually did put down. But a couple of years ago, I was in therapy. Um, and a lot of this, like, you know, stuff from school, like these these feelings I had in school started to come up. Um, and my therapist said to me, so like, if you could, if you could go back and change something, what would you change? And I was like, well, I'd probably go back to when I was 17 and change, like, telling anyone that I had that conversation about wanting to be a life coach with my mum. Even though it's 17, like, what do I know about life, right? Like, what do I really know? However, I had a good plan back then. My plan was to not go to, to university or college, to take some time to work, to gain experience, and then eventually go on to become a life coach. That was the plan. I did follow that plan, just in a very roundabout way. A very roundabout way. I don't have any regrets, regrets about the plan, but I remember that was the first thing I said. I said I would go back and to when I was 17 and I would have had that conversation with my mum and then I would have went to school the next day and I wouldn't have told us like a soul I wouldn't have told anyone I would have just kept it to myself and I would have been okay with keeping it to myself my therapist said why would you keep it to yourself and I said because I let the opinions of other people dictate how I moved forward and when I said that like something resonated with me when I said that out loud and I was suddenly like almost brought to this like whole new awareness of of a revelation that I've had multiple times throughout my life is that I've just been letting myself be carried and um you know represented through the lens of other people right and and that is just from where I'm sitting, I'm like, that's that's not acceptable, you know? But I mean, it happened. I can't change it. All I can change is how I show up for it now, right? But back in school, it was the whole, like, she's she's she has potential if she would just focus, right? She's not good at math like her brother is, okay? You know, all of the things <laughs> that I base my worth off of. All of those comments that I sort of embodied over time. And I just let myself be led by those words. And that is not cool. And I think that's why I kind of unsubscribed a very long time ago. And I think that that is why I've kind of now recently started to sort of cement that understanding. So when I said that to my therapist, she was like, so what next? And I shit you not when I say that I stood up and I walked out and I ghosted my therapist for eight weeks. <laughs> not because I was mad with her, <laughs> not because she triggered me, nothing like that, but like something just clicked and I knew exactly what I needed to do. And what happened was I found a course online I know, an online course, oh, became a life coach over a weekend. I didn't. 
It was a six month, six month course, people. Everyone relax. <laughs> I found an online course. Um, I found a few. You know, I uh, I done my research and I, I landed on one. Um, shout out to Rhodes College. You guys are awesome. Uh, and I signed up and I paid the fees and I became a life coach, right? And after that, things seemed to flow with a little bit more ease because I unsubscribed to everyone else's opinions. Finally, I mean, it only, it only took me like 25 years. I mean, I know that a lot of us subscribe to other people's opinions for a lot longer. So it doesn't matter how long it takes for you to kind of realize that. It doesn't matter if you're 20 or 50 or 80, it doesn't matter, right? Like these important, sorry, these conversations are important to have. Sorry, my brain, so what happened to my brain, just like a little like tidbit about me, is I get so excited about saying something that I like say the end of a sentence in the beginning of the sentence at the same time. So that's going to happen a lot. This is going to be very raw and unfiltered and unedited <laughs> because I don't know how to use <laughs> software. So you, you're, you're going to get what you're given, I suppose. <laughs> but it also is important uh, to me to kind of keep it, keep it real, right? Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I became a coach, right? Took me 25 years. Oh yeah, that was it. Took me 25 years. Um, and it doesn't matter how long, it, you know, it takes people. It really doesn't. What's important is these, these conversations happen. So I became a coach. Um, so I started in uh, January. I, I graduated in June. Not of this year. Oh my God. Honestly, guys, I've lost all concept of time. Has anyone else? I've unsubscribed to time. <laughs> That's another one. That's my most recent one. I've just unsubscribed to time. Um, so anyway, it was a six month course and I graduated and immediately, like immediately I launched my business. Like I, I, like I did not waste any time. I was like, I, I'm tired dicking about, sorry, I'm also going to be swearing a lot. Like I'm not, I'm just not dicking about. I don't want to be wasting any more time than I already have. Let's go! So I launched my business, Hide and Seek Life. And I got a website, I got an email address. All of the things, I got all of the things. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. And then I decided that I wanted to also be a hypnotist. I wanted to add to my repertoire. Now that was a situation that kind of like landed in my lap very easily. Um, so that happened. I branched out my business even more. So we're we're talking. Here's the timeline for this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I became a life coach in June. I launched my business. I actually launched my business in May. Like that was how I was like convinced. I was like, nah, like I've nailed it. Like I've already passed the exam. Like, shut up. Yeah, so I <laughs> I launched my my business in May. I graduated in June, became a certified co uh, coach in June, um, and then in August I quit my job. <laughs> and then in September I became a certified life uh, certified hypnotist. So I work fast. Um, 
and a lot of people you know look at my my journey and again I'm going to talk about this in a bit more detail in a different episode but a lot of people will look at that journey and they get very anxious they're like oh god ah uh, <laughs> how did you do it oh my gosh like I could never but the thing is is like whenever you kind of unsubscribe to the opinions of other people and you let all of that shit go <laughs> which seems very radical i get it what happens is is pretty wonderful because you start realizing like not only how much you know potential you have at any given point but like you know how valuable valuable you are how much worth you have and it's like it just kind of becomes like a non-negotiable all of a sudden to lean into that and that's exactly what i did and i totally leaned into it and I don't regret a single minute of it because <laughs> graduating in June, launching a business, quitting my job, becoming a hypnotist, all of those things taught me some absolutely amazing lessons. And don't get me wrong, I had some absolute whoppers along the way. My goodness. But, um, you know, here I am. Oh my gosh, like a year and a half later, later and doing well. Like, <laughs> um, you know, like I actually... I feel pretty good. It was like a very good decision. Um, part of me sometimes wishes that maybe I'd made that decision a little bit sooner. But again, I don't have any regrets. I feel like, you know, I feel like the things that kind of held me back ultimately taught me a lesson that I can carry with me into my practice with my clients, right? Um, very important lesson, which I'm very thankful, very grateful for. But sometimes I just, I want to go back to that 17 year old version of myself and I want to say, stick to it. Yes, you're right. That's exactly what you're going to do. And maybe, you know, maybe on some level she needed to venture down multiple different paths until she found this one. Maybe she needed to be convinced that, nope, instead of being a life coach, you should be a therapist because it's just more legit. (laughs) That was genuinely what I was told, right? And even then, when I was like, yeah, let's be a therapist, people were like, ugh, a brain doctor? Could you not just be like an actual doctor? Like, wow, thank you. That's great. It's funny. No matter, here's the thing, right? Like, I think here's the sort of like thing that really cemented my my sort of like desire to just like let go. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. People are, people are going to view it based on where they're at in their lives, right? So you're always, not always, I shouldn't say always, but you're most of the time you're going to be left pretty disappointed by how people react to what you're kind of showing up as and it's never anything to do with with you and again i wish that i was taught that and everything to do with kind of how they show up for themselves whenever you kind of meet them where you are right and it doesn't matter you could do you could do such a great thing and people would find fault you could do a terrible thing and and people would find fault. Like, it doesn't matter. It does not matter what you do. People are going to find a reason to be completely against it. And hold on, I need to take some water here. Oh my God, that's much better. Thank you. Thank you. As if you will let me. (laughs) Yeah. um, It doesn't matter what you do. People are going to find a reason to be against it if they choose to 
right? If people look hard enough for fault in what you do, they're probably going to find it, right? It's just like, if you look for fault enough, you're probably going to find it. So if there's anything that you can take away from this very rambling episode of the first thing that I've unsubscribed from is, it doesn't matter what you do, as long as you show up with intention for what you do and don't allow other people's opinions to get in the way of that at all. I did. I let people's opinions get in the way at 17 years old and I honestly wish that I could go back and be like, girl, please don't. Please don't. But I can't. Um, all I can do is show up now with a bit more intention and just like maybe even like teach that as a, like, as a lesson, right? Like some Like if someone can be if someone can take that experience and learn a little bit from it, then then job done. You know what I mean? But it's just like, yeah. You basically, in order to live a life that kind of is in alignment with who you are, you have to just own it. Completely, like, 100% just own it. And a lot of people are going to try and interfere with that. And that's fine. You can let them. And one thing that I want to say. <laughs> I want to say many things. But one thing that I want to say right now. Is that nobody can make you feel. Or do a certain thing. Like nobody has that much power over you. We give people power. Whenever we let them influence our choices. Right? Like, nobody has that much power. Just as you can't make anyone feel a certain way, all we can do is choose how we show up for that, is choose how we perceive it. That's it. That's all we can do. Right? So it's like, you know, don't give people that much power. (laughs) Don't do it. Give yourself the power back. Unsubscribe to the opinions of others. If my therapist is listening to this, I'm sorry that I ghosted you for eight weeks. I will call you. I had. I've, I've called her since. It's all good. Um, but yeah, it's it can be difficult. Like, when you pave your own way, it can be really difficult. And there's going to be a lot of people that are be like, ugh, like, who does she think she is? And it's just like, never apologize for that, you know? If you're noticing, you're, if you're listening to this and you're sitting there going, oh my god, like, I've maybe unsubscribed to things like a long time before I've even put words to it, then own it. Pave your own way. Like, do what you need to do. Do whatever you need to do in order to put yourself in alignment with with actually who you are to the core. Who I am to the core is someone that likes to connect. I like to listen. I like to coach, teach, heal, inspire, right? And I do that by combining the coaching and the hypnosis and just my genuine genuine and unfiltered love for, for like empowering people. Like I love it. I love what I do. I really, really love what I do. And it makes a huge difference. But if I had allowed myself to be swayed by the opinions of others, and if I had allowed myself to continue walking around holding that box that didn't belong to me, then I don't know, I may not have ended up at this point. And I don't want to think about a reality that that might exist in. Because I remember how it felt. I remember feeling like, oh my God, like I am struggling in school. I remember being a mediocre at best student and like, you know, just getting by with the skin of my teeth and justifying it 
making excuses for that. Oh, you know, I was tired that day or, you know, whatever. So, like, difficult exam, I don't know. Making excuses for it. Because what actually ended up happening was when I found my purpose, like my calling, which was coaching and, and hypnosis and being in my own business, being my own boss, <laughs> and healing and helping and coaching and teaching people. When I found that, it was easy. It felt so easy, right? Like, in, but in order for me to get to that place, I had to let go of a lot of stuff because there was a lot of things holding me back. And one of the main things that was, was holding me back was other people's opinions and, you know, um, expectations not only from other people but from like society or like you know these beliefs that I carried with me that were absurd right and they must have come from somewhere you know I've uncovered a lot of them some of them I'm still kind of working on it's a work in progress people right so I mean like if there's anything that can be taken away from this like I said just understand that it doesn't matter what you do if people want to perceive it a certain way then they're going to right we can't change that cannot change it all we can do is just show up for ourselves with a bit more intention right and let go of the kind of things that are holding you back so as i draw this episode to a close and i've asked this question a million times already but i'm going to ask it one more time what was the first thing that you unsubscribed from and maybe you did it without realizing, much like me, <laughs> and maybe you're just realizing now. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm not sorry. <laughs> but I wanna know, right? I wanna know, be in touch, reach out, connect. You can find me on the Instagram at unsubscribe from the BS podcast. You will find me there. Alternatively, you can find me on my business Instagram, Hide and Seek Life Co. That's where you'll find me on the Insta. Hide and Seek Life website is www.hideandseeklife.com. You can find me on the Facebook at Hide and Seek Life. Yep. <laughs> you can find me anywhere. Just punch in Hide and Seek Life to Google and I might pop up. But yes, if you want to reach out um, directly to this uh, podcast on Instagram, like I said, you can find me on Instagram at unsubscribe from the bs podcast no spaces no underscores no um numbers nothing just that give me a follow um give me a message let me know let me know where this is reaching you let me know where this is finding you is this finding you in a place of being like sure of what you've unsubscribed from or is this finding you in a place of uncertainty and if it's finding you in uncertainty then let's talk about it i'd love to hear from you i would absolutely love to hear your input And if you are going to reach out and there's something that you want me to explore in a bit more detail, then please let me know. This is for your benefit. You're the one listening to it either before you go to bed or while you're washing the dishes or as you're driving to see family. I don't know where you're going. Things are opening back up again. So um, maybe you're going to see friends for the first time in a year and a half. I don't know. Wherever this finds you, listeners, wherever you are, emotionally, physically, spiritually, energetically. Allow yourself to let go of that which doesn't serve you. And with that, 
I will speak to you again in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Caitlin Behead from Hide and Seek Life. I'm coming at you with Unsubscribe from the Bullshit Podcast. You can find it on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right. Speak soon. Take care and keep unsubscribing, people. <laughs>